Hey guys, my name is Akshita. I'm a data analyst and a travel enthusiast. I'm Anand. I'm a finance bro and a tech geek. And you're listening to the Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior. Lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient, and happy life. Hi, Akshita. How are you? Hi, Anag. I'm fine. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Every time I speak to you, you're in a different location, a different city. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm glad that's the case. I mean, I've been at home for the past one year, so I'm glad I'm moving around now. I have just recently, yesterday, I reached Goa, which is uh, another uh, very famous exotic location in India. And uh, but I'm here working from home. Not a lot of exotic things that I'm doing here. So yes. <laughs> That what about exciting. you Anand? how's your how's your week been how's your week been it's pretty much the same Akshata I, I don't get to go on any exotic locations like you <laughs> I'm still in the city <laughs> of Indore in India so uh, yeah just at home working yeah nice, so anyways nice, nice. Um, let it's let's introduce our guest for today um, our friend from Peru Gonzalo um, Gonzalo why don't you uh, take take the uh, mic and introduce yourself Sure. Uh, thanks for having me, Anak Akshita. Uh, how are you guys doing? Well, uh, as you said, I'm from Lima, Peru. My name is Gonzalo. Uh, you can call me Gonza if you want. Uh, I have been born and raised in Lima in a small family of four. My two parents and my brother, uh, both from my mother's family and my father's family. They come from the provinces uh, in the cities. And both my mother and my father didn't go to college. So I'm like first of all. That they are children who went to college for so for both for them and for my grandparents is uh, education is a really important uh, part of their lives and they always push towards people gaining more and more education and probably we can link that to our topic today and why people you know stop doing some things that they love when they are kids. Uh, I studied economics in Peru uh, and after that I went into directly into finance and I have been working there for six to seven years, uh, mostly doing corporate finance, uh, financial planning, and lately, uh, in the uh, last two or three years, I have been doing uh, real estate uh, funds management, asset management. Uh, the reason I'm looking to go to Canada and to study an MBA is basically because uh, as a person, I like to meet people, I like, uh, I like to travel, especially I like when I travel, I like uh, getting to know people in a very deep way. I like to understand what motivates them, what makes them passionate, what what makes them invest the most amount of time and hours and hours into what they like. So I have a stronger preference towards spending more time in a certain place than just going around very different countries. But that's for me. That's my style. Uh, so when I was in, in, in the US, for example, I went to an exchange program and I spent it I spent one year there and I got to meet different people, uh, uh, engage different kinds of organizations. And I want to do the same in Canada so I can build a community there. I would like to call Canada my, my second home after the MBA and to work there and to build a family there as a, as a plan A, for instance. Uh, I am married, no children yet. Uh, probably in the, into the future, yes. 
uh, but definitely I won't uh, I won't wait until paying all my MBA debt because that will be probably waiting too much for a kid. But yes, no children so far. Uh, in terms of activities, I want I like to do alone. I like everything that is uh, linked to media. I like uh, movies, uh, video games, and podcasts. Uh, even more than actually enjoying them and consuming them, I like to talk with people about them, what kind of media they like to consume and why, and to get a deep understanding of what motivates them in media. And that's for me. Wow, Gonzalo, I, I only knew about maybe two or 3% about you from that introduction. And <laughs> I am completely floored and impressed by it, um, especially the fact that you're the first person from your family to uh, university education and um, I agree with your style of traveling. Uh, the fast travel Instagram thing that's become a trend where you go to a new destination for a weekend, click pictures in front of the major landmarks and post about them. And that's that's the end of your travel. And uh, I, 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 I agree that that's not enough to you know really immerse yourself in the culture. You need to do more time and really live like a local, interact with them to do that. And... Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited to have you. Uh, so far, I've interacted with you as part of our book club and your inputs and insights on that was extremely uh, interesting. And I look forward to our discussion today as well. Sure. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, especially when you said that you like to talk to people about how they consume media and podcasts. I think you mentioned podcasts as well. So I think you're the perfect person here for us because uh, Anag and I, both of us, we had never really, uh, never done a podcast. I myself personally have not ever heard podcasts before actually starting to produce a podcast by myself. So yes, it'll be very interesting to have you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, the topic for today is, um, and, and that was... In, introduced by Gonzalo himself is why do we stop doing things that we loved as children and I think to kick this off we can talk about things that we like to like our personal experiences of things that we like doing as children but we do no longer do uh, Gonzalo would you like to get started sure 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 uh, there are two things that always come to my mind uh, that, I, that I did when I was a kid uh, playing video games and making short homemade movies with my best friend. Yeah? I always liked uh, playing video games. I, I was a good kid at school, at home with my friends. I was like to uh, be in Peru and, and, and in the neighborhoods, you usually play a lot around with your hand, friends uh, in your neighborhood, right? You know, soccer, the usual thing. But I always liked to spend some time for myself, right? Playing video games, uh, the typical Nintendo games. And I also liked to uh, make some a bit cheesy, but a pretty warming uh, homemade shorts, my friends. And I did that probably until uh, actively until finishing my high school. After finishing my high school, I end up getting all this social pressure of uh, putting your max effort into your studies, you know, the competition, everybody's starting to get independent. And I noticed that two things happened to me. On the one part, I always made excuses to stop doing or participating in my uh, in my in my best friend's uh, shorts uh, short videos. I always didn't have the time, you know. But at the end of the day, I think it was a bit of social pressure of putting myself doing other things, going out of my comfort zone, and stop doing those things that I like us, right? And on the 
on the video game front, I started feeling like I wasn't supposed uh, to be playing those things because that was a long time. So I should, as social pressure makes you do, uh, invest time with your friends or colleagues, you know, start looking maybe for internships if you had time for investing in yourself, right? Uh, so that was the start for me. And maybe we can go deeper into that after you guys share my, your examples. But eventually I understand that there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. It is good to spend time on what you enjoy so you don't burn out and, and, and you can then spend time on your studies. And also you can actually, in, in this time, as my best friend showed me, you can actually invest time in a YouTube channel, uh, participating in, in, in international online contest, and then put the work of your shorts of whatever you like to do, and then put it in front of people. And then you just kill two birds with just one stone, right? You do you do what you like and you actually invest in something that can bring you potential return. Very true. Uh, so, Gonzo, you mentioned video games. What are some video games that you liked uh, playing as a kid? Uh, a lot, but I remember when I was a kid, I liked uh, this uh, really uh, the Pokemon and the Final Fantasy ones. I oh, had the, the role playing ones. Yeah, I like those ones because they they really fit my personality because I like to invest time in something that actually has a plot and finishes and have some way to measure that success. And then just, you know, enjoy the story and then just pull it apart and then invest time in something else. It could be a video game, a story, a book, some person, some organization, that's the reason. Very, very true. So, uh, so I mean, when it comes to video games, I also kind of felt the same thing uh, that like for some reason, when you watch a movie or a TV show, when you reach a nonfiction, when you reach a fiction book for entertainment, I still feel that it is still a productive form of entertainment, whereas video games, at least in my head or the way they've been kind of portrayed in the world, it seems as an extremely like a indulgent form of spending your time where there's nothing good that's going to come out of it. So starting with middle school, I started, like, like you said, I started feeling very guilty that whenever I had spent time playing video games and, uh, you know, <laughs> I could be doing other things, even if it is like watching movies, there's some social aspect to it where you talk about it. Video games are a more nerdy uh, niche thing to do. But uh, uh, coincidentally, when the lockdown was announced last year uh, for the first time, at that point of time, it was supposed to be only for two weeks. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be at home for two weeks, not have anything to do. So I went and bought a Nintendo Switch and uh, the new Pokemon game. And I finished it over the weekend and I felt extremely happy doing it <laughs> uh, so anyways uh let's let's move on to akshita akshita what, what are some things you enjoyed doing as a kid which no longer um yeah so video games was definitely not my scene i do have a brother so yes he was all into the ps4s and ps5s but well i'm definitely not into that but i think what i was into was a swimming I used to absolutely love the water. I still do. But as a child, I um, a snippet of how my third, fourth and fifth grade lives were. This was around three different, three different cities. I was in a different city in third grade, different city in fourth grade and a different city in fifth grade because I was moving um, from city to city. So in each of these three cities, my daily routine was basically go to school, uh, finish school by two, three and then after lunch, just 
course swimming and I was at that time I was training so I had a school that I used to go to for my swimming class and stay in the water till 6 p.m 7 p.m in the night and my mom had to literally come pick me out of the water get me food and take me home so basically I used to just go home to sleep and all the other time I used to get was in the water in swimming and actually um, I think the first time I ever entered a pool was when I was when I was six months old very very young because uh, my grandfather he's a scientist geophysicist and so he used to like he used to train to swim and I think there's a story of him going and swimming and collecting coral reefs from um, from the sea or the ocean I remember him telling me this so yes so he took me swimming for the first time so I think that swimming uh, till middle school I used to do that every single day of my life and then suddenly because of, I think, what Gonzalo said, um, competition. And you, like in India, you have your board exams for the 9th and 10th. These two years are very, very uh, crucial. Then you have your 11th and 12th board exams. So basically, I think, yes, exactly. Eighth grade is when I last remember spending like three, four hours together in a pool, even though it made me so, so happy. Um, ninth grade was when everyone said okay get your head into the game study you need to study now start focusing on your exams uh, everything else and I think that just that was the end of it like it just gradually decreased and I, I don't think I've been swimming gone swimming for the last three years at all which is quite sad but uh, yeah that's that's something that I remember. Well I, I think you should uh, you should really start so I th- with your last surfing holiday, I think you would have uh, started to get back. Yeah, I really that, wanted to talk field. about that as well. I, I will, I will. <laughs> right. uh, okay, going, going back to Gonzo. Gonzo, why do you think, uh, like, you... So video games, at some level, I can identify with you in terms of, okay, fine, that was pure indulgence, pure entertainment, and there's not really... Like, now you have all these esports tournaments and your Twitch streamers, so it's kind of become like a legit occupation, but... What about your short films? Because I remember when I was in middle school, I really, really wanted to do them. YouTube was fairly new, so I used to watch these uh, clips on YouTube that you know kids in America had made, and I wanted to make something similar. So I got my friends together, I got the equipment, I, I got the video editing software as well, the camera and everything, but I never got around to doing it. Like I, I did not have the drive to actually make it happen, but you were clearly doing it. And even at that point of time, I would imagine that filmmaking is was a legitimate uh, career path. So like what happened there? Sure, uh, what I got from you is that why, uh, why didn't we took the short video thing like to a next scale, right? Yes, I, I would resume it to two things. I, I always, I listen to some entrepreneurs who, who get into this digital you know, media thing and, and, and two things resonated with, with me and my, my personal story with my friend. Uh, the first one is, I think, excuses. Uh, we did start thinking uh, that we didn't have the money to get uh, higher end equipment. So we said, we don't have the money. What, what can you do about it, right? So let's, let's just uh, focus on our studies and just doing great on, on our jobs because we, are, we had other hobbies, right? So let's just take apart, you know, this, this other kid, like more kiddie stuff, I think. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you look back, you notice that well, you just made up excuses because you actually saved that money to, I don't know, rent your apartment and do something else. Or you could just uh, manage a tighter budget, right? Maybe spend a little less on summers and renting houses on the beach and on drinks, right? If you did 
like something instead of giving excuses. And the other thing that I believe it becomes more and more valid is uh, patience. I think when people throw their, uh, put their, as you guys, you are doing a podcast or someone opens a YouTube channel or an Instagram page, some people uh, lack the patience. They think they will, they deserve or they like the validation of having like 1,000 uh, subscribers in just the one week, right? So I think that made us, because we opened a small channel with some of the shorts that we made actually on VHS or DVD, we allowed them and didn't have, didn't have the traction at the beginning. So we let us, uh, we were a little let down by that, but we made, and I think that's another mistake, right? We, we expect that we will gain results pretty quick just because everyone else seem, seems they also did them, but they, they put the work and the hours you know, to get results. Of. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> that is something I identify with as well. Uh, even with this podcast, like I told Akshita, like we'll start and irrespective if the only two people that listen to it is our moms, we'll still go ahead with uh, pushing, uh, pushing out an episode. And uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that's that's the kind of wisdom that I've got to after hearing about so many stories, because <clears throat> otherwise you're right. If you know, you're know you doing something, you're a content creator and you make something and there's no one watching it, you lose interest and motivation very, very fast. Um, that is very true. Uh, but, but do you also feel that at some level, uh, you know, going this kind of a route wasn't like, wasn't considered a legit path to do even even if you were doing it really well at some level it was always that you're doing this as a hobby but your career actually has to be like in science or finance or was, was that a thing in peru at all or it is it is it, 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 there is some kind of social pressure you know to do to go for a more the more traditional the more traditional path uh, because parents and grandparents think and to a certain degree they are right and is in a traditional uh, workplace that uh, these other careers, the more creative ones, or just don't study at all and just live for what you love, won't get you any kind of return or, or job stability. They are right to a certain degree. The market is smaller, really. But at, at least in my in my own perspective, for my own story, I I actually love and like the finance part of my job. You know, taking the models and so so. I'm actually living my other passion. So living as living the other things as hobbies or not working on them, such a you know constant constant effort doesn't uh, make me feel bad uh, like every day or something. Oh wow, that is uh, you rarely come across people who love their day job. So that is uh, <laughs> that works out really well for you. Um, how how about you, Akshita? Do, do you feel that um, you gave up on swimming because? Uh, to actually pursue becoming an athlete in swimming, especially in a country like India where athletics outside of maybe cricket does not get a lot of attention was one of the reasons why you didn't take it further? Um, I, yes, I think I do believe that uh, to a certain degree because so because of the reason why um, sports or uh, athletics like swimming is not very wide, widely known in India, I didn't even think of that as a potential uh, career not even a career option but a potential way I want to go forward in life and because that was not there or because that is not known in India I did not have that in my head as well so at that point it was just recreational it was something I enjoyed something I loved and something I was doing to spend my time with 
if i did have the knowledge at that time more than the knowledge i think if that support which i did have at home but the support in society was there where swimming was taken up as a actual occupation or athletics in that aspect was taken up as an actual occupation then i might have actually wanted to pursue that much more intently than i did but at that time because it was just recreational i think it just fell off it just gradually fell off i didn't consciously stop uh swimming and then take something else it was always a thing i wanted to get back to and uh because it was a free time thing it was something that i wanted to spend my free time with like gonzalo said um always in my head i had it okay fine it's been a month it's been two months since i've been swimming i want to get back to it but it just never came around and even when i did i think this guilt factor which all three of us resonate with very you you feel guilty for wasting time when i have an exam coming up on the weekend and i spend 2 hours in the swimming pool just swimming yeah i'm definitely going to think okay i should have used these 2 hours to study for this instead and i think that's where it started and um, unfortunately i think yeah i think one of the reasons it fell off was this and the other reason i didn't pursue it going forward is because i did not have the knowledge that yeah this is it's still not in india it's still not a very widely known sport uh i, I personally being a swimmer i don't think i knew anyone except for michael phelps back at the time and that i was still pretty old so yeah i don't think now also i know a lot of indian swimmers which is quite sad but yeah that's how that's basically how the state is right now that is uh, true like when things get busy when things get tough uh, things like these are the first to fall off your kind of time schedule because and and it's not like we don't have any free time at all even at our busiest there's always free time but you know something like making a documentary making a short film or going swimming or even you know switching on your gaming console and playing a video game which requires you to have some context on what you've been doing requires more active use of your mind rather than mindlessly scrolling through instagram or putting on something to watch on netflix um so i feel like we uh like when we get free time as well we rather we end up procrastinating or doing all of this rather than maybe doing something that is uh more inter- like probably more our speed in terms of interest uh okay um so and and there are two things right so one is there were things that we like doing as children which we could have potentially taken up as adults as a career choice and for some things uh, at least at that point of time it did not make sense so like video games for example in let's say 2005 i could never think of making it a career the closest to that was being a video game tester which which sounded like a utopian job and i don't know how many people do it and even if you do it it's not it's not like playing video games and the other thing was actually making video games um which a lot of my friends actually ended up going because they like video games but then they soon realized that it's a lot of math it's a lot of coding and you work on a small part of it so it's not like you know the the fun that you have making video games you don't really get to do that if you may work for a triple a studio so it was not a legitimate option but uh i mean we can talk about why we don't do them as adults as much anymore like the last time i played a video game was last year when i you know bought that nintendo switch and played pokemon for a weekend but then after that i haven't uh, touched my switch at all and same thing with my xbox um and then there's the other thing of if there was something which could have become a slightly more difficult career path we could have taken it but uh, why we did not do that um so 
let's start with the career thing because we've been discussing that kind of let's kind of summarize or wrap that up and then we can go into why we don't do recreational thing children even as adults um, so gonzo do you want to like kind of put your final words on why uh, why uh, we like you did not take up filmmaking as a like a career choice <clears throat> yes sure and and, and linking what uh, um building on what you said about uh, sometimes you like something i don't know for for instance filmmaking or coding video games right uh and 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 you start seeing that well it is it's not so you know hot uh, fun and games right you just have to put on the work so the reason why i stopped doing them on a more recreational basis i, I mean i still think of take or supporting my best friend or playing some video game once in a while but the reason i think at least helps me to not invest that much time in them is uh self awareness because i know that what i like to do. i like to to get better in finance to manage funds right to, to know where is the best place to invest your hard earn uh, resources right so i like filmmaking and video games so within the future i plan to take some of my uh, of my equity and to invest them maybe not in developing a game because it's so risky not in making a movie because it's still a really risky endeavor right and i'm not an expert but i invest some of my time on learning how the video game and the movie industry works i'm taking some art classes to be a, a better artist i'm i'm learning also how to code just as just a little so when i want to invest in something and, and i want to have a better interaction with someone that actually lives of those kind of things uh can participate and make a better informed uh investment that but that that's me that that's how i like to live this this kind of uh hobbies or oh very that's exciting on so what you you right uh you i think briefly mentioned that uh so like for me growing up one of the things that i really liked was graphics design um i have i've always sucked at art so like if you ask me to draw or paint to save my life i couldn't do it but i wanted some sort of creative outlet and photoshop and illustrator and in design gave me that outlet but um i never never considered that as a potential occupation even though that was a legit op- occupation even even in like 2005 2006 was because uh it it used to be fun for me and making it a occupation would somehow suck the fun out of it and then it would be something that i don't like doing at all and so that was one of the reasons why i didn't want to make it an occupation and I, and i feel to some extent that is true for most things at least for me so like for example if there's a book or there's a topic that i like to study for fun or because it interests me i'll read it and i'll enjoy it but again if that same book becomes something that i'll get tested on that i have to study for a class uh then <laughs> it's not as enjoyable anymore because you know it it becomes uh sort of like a mandatory thing to do rather than something you're doing uh, because it uh, it's discretionary it's it's something that you want to do so that is like my take on why some of the things we uh, make into hockey um i didn't really have the same thing with swimming because i as i said i never thought of making that as a career option going forward but i think what anak said the fact that um, you know you you feel like you so for me i'll just come circle back to me uh, for swimming i do not once you start swimming professionally it's not the same as swimming recreationally it's it's a very different aspect it it just changes completely 
the trainings are rigorous. Now that I see how how trainings go, it it becomes more like um like a job basically. You need to put in the hours, put in the effort. And personally, I think knowing myself, I might start tend to start disliking it if it becomes a requirement or something I have to do or I need to do and not something I want to do. So I think this distinction between I wanted to swim something uh, as a child, I wanted to swim because I liked it. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. But then going forward, if I wanted to make it my career and I had to do 10 hours of training every day and control my diet and go for morning, evening lessons and um, et cetera, et cetera, I would definitely lose that lose that passion for it i think i think according to me so yes uh this is all hypothetical because i did not have the same mindset of wanting to pursue it going forward but now that anna mentioned it this is something i do resonate with as well okay uh, and now coming back to uh you know things that we do enjoy and uh i mean from more like a recreational standpoint and we still don't do them as adults. Uh, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think, Akshita, that you don't go swimming on a rec- now? <laughs> Hard-hitting questions. <laughs> it's like my mom asking me, why don't you do this anymore? Who's stopping you? <laughs> but it's true. Who is stopping me? Nobody's stopping me. It's just me who chooses not to go because I prioritize other things over it now. And I think Gonzalo mentioned this as well. You you feel like you have other things that you want to focus on versus them. Even though you should take that time out and do these things that you recreationally love to do so that you don't have a burnout. So some some outlet or some source of entertainment for yourself or spending time with yourself. But I think the reason why I don't... So coming to my surfing, just my recent... uh, So Gonzalo, for your background, I just went for a vacation to a very small uh, town in India for surfing after many, many years of not swimming at all. And I think once I hit the beach and once I was in the water for four hours straight, I thought... Of, I, I, I asked myself the same question. Why did I stop swimming? I love it so much. I did not want to get out of the ocean. I just wanted to swim, 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 just keep swimming. And I asked myself the same question. Why did I ever stop? And why did I never go back into it? Why I didn't go back into it for many, many different reasons. College started. I shifted uh, cities. Then I think once you grow older, you you start to go out and the time where you wanted to spend for yourself, you spend going out and meeting friends, et cetera, et cetera. And I actually honestly had thought that after graduating from college, I will start uh, actively going to the swimming pool in my apartment. But then COVID hit, swimming pools got shut. <laughs> my luck's just bad. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so uh, coming back to my story about surfing, I met so many people less kids, small kids, uh, small little girls, small little guys who've been surfing since they've been born. And I will want to share some videos with both of you. A small girl, I think she's three years old. She's three years old. She was on a surfboard with someone. And that was insane for me to see. And talking about them, exactly the same question. Do you want to pursue this going forward? Or is it just something you do for the fun of it right now? And everyone as a kid said that they obviously want to pursue it going forward. But everyone who was my age, um, surfers who were surfers as, as, as children, but then went out and started working in Bangalore or working in Mumbai. And for them, the reasons were very, very similar. 
to what we just explained or what we just spoke about. So it's a very universal thing. It's um, like when I was talking to you and when I was listening to both of your stories, I realized that the same stories that I've heard from children and uh, people our age in a very small town in India is the same as what we are explaining and discussing right now. So that was very interesting. All right. So uh, Gonza, do you, do you agree with what Akshita said about, uh, you know, like as adults, uh, whenever we have some free time where we could potentially be doing things which are hobbies or things that we enjoy doing as children, uh, that time gets utilized in socializing or other activities. Is, is that the case for you as well? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, and until a certain degree, I think. I, I, I do feel that uh, sometimes there's a big part of our lives that we invest doing work, right? So when you are not working, I do feel that the rest of the time you have, you have to invest in other people, right? To, to expand your views, to get to know them, because at the, at the end of the day, those people that you interact with outside your work are going to be your support network and yours too. So if you, either if your hobby, it's just escape, escapism, right? Or even if your hobby is something productive, if you stay away from people, you won't get much farther away in your goals or doing a, a more rich rich life in, in, in every sense. That's, that's my personal view. Uh, however, I do feel like, it's the case with uh, you and Akshita, right? Uh, from your stories, I get to feel that you are always open to test the waters, right? Uh, try something new. Maybe if the, if the pools were open, you would just go back, you know, and train and, and get to know people who are uh, who also like swimming, for example. But I do feel that there are some people that, uh, because of their backgrounds, maybe the parents or the social circles, if they are not very open to, to new views, to new approaches, they may feel too pressured by what social media, for instance, says, right? In social media, what can you see? You can see uh, the guy or the girl with the champagne, uh, you know, the parties, the cars, the planes. So you feel, oh, I must, I must not uh, waste my time doing these fun things I loved as a kid because I won't get money out of them. Only that most talented people will get this. So I would, I would, I just have to spend time, you know, with the parties, with the champagne, you know, with the cars and then doing work to, you know, gain, get rich quickly and, you know, get the money to spend on this. So you, you're just trapped in some kind of trap without doing anything you love in or outside your job. No, that's uh, very, very... It's well a vicious <laughs> cycle, as exactly, as you said. It's a vicious cycle. You, you try to earn money to achieve the lifestyle you see on social media. And to do that, you have to work. And once you work and get that money, you want to achieve that lifestyle. So yes, I think it's just a cycle that we end up wanting to fulfill. No, it's, it's very, very true. Because um, so since I've started working, it's been about three years since I've started working. And in this period, whenever I meet someone, uh, people would ask me as a typical icebreaker question in terms of what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? And then I would think back and look at how, how exactly do I spend my time? And it's literally just uh, working and then socializing and whatever else you have to do as a functioning adult of cleaning your apartment, grocery shopping, all of that. But that's literally it. There's no hobby or there's no activity that, I, that I've done in the past three years, which would be constructed as something uh, you know, productive or, or something that I do for myself. And uh, 
I mean, so I want to ask a more theoretical or a spiritual, not spiritual, philosophical question is, uh, A, if we have to choose between socializing, let's say, because we work at least 40 hour work weeks, throw in another few hours because nobody really works 40 hours. You always have extra stuff to do. So 50 hours and then you have travel. Uh, and then, so you, you left with a very small amount of time in your week. And if you have to in, devote that time or choose between socializing, going out to meet friends for drinks uh, or going out to nightclubs, throw back to our last episode, uh, versus doing something which is kind of like your hobby, uh, which is either playing video games or filmmaking or swimming. Uh, a, how do you choose first? And second, is there a way to balance the, both the things out so that you achieve, have your cake and eat it? Uh, let's start with Akshita. Um Talking about the balancing thing first, I think there is definitely a way to balance something I totally suck at. And I would love to know how to balance and learn about, learn how to balance that. And how I choose, um, to be very honest, right now, if I had to choose between the few number of hours I have left, choose between socializing versus probably swimming, I would choose socializing, which right now, when I'm talking about it, I realize that there is a possibility of me to try trying to balance that out because um, you need some time out to do something that you personally enjoy your own me time right whether for you it's video games playing video games or for you it's learning something that you want as you said design I think design was one of the things that Anna you were interested in and Gonzalo you said uh, uh, playing the video games even though it's something that you do by yourself it's your own me time and it's an outlet for you to just relax and chill um, and socializing also is a very social aspect because then you're required to talk to people and you're required to go out and meet people. And as you said, on our nightclubs, uh, throw back to our last episode, I like that. <laughs> um, so yes, I if you'd asked me this a few hours ago also, I would have said uh, socializing. But now I think consciously and self, uh, self-awareness as it is very important, you must realize that it is important to equally balance it out as well. So going forward, if either of you all can teach me how to balance that aspect out, I'd really be happy to take it. That's my very, very honest answer. All right. How about you, Gonza? What are your thoughts on whether we should, I mean, choose, how do you choose between the two? Uh, whether you should choose between the two and then if there is a way to balance uh, I do think as Ashita that we have to, to balance. You have to enjoy your, yourself or you will just burn burn out on whatever you like to do. So socializing is important. Uh, I think in practice, we are all in the same page. We will always uh, be balancing things like enjoyment, your, your alone time and, and your socializing time. Uh, but I, I do think we always have to be, personally, I think we always have to reach the point where whatever takes the most of our time, either your job or your responsibilities, you have to choose or leave it in, in a way that you that you like it, right? Uh, I mean, if you don't like your job at the point that like you hate it, you have to search for something. You will find eventually one job that makes that perfect fit for you, for you. So you don't feel like you're balancing, right? Uh, maybe you want to spend time with your family, right? With your uh, kids, pets, whatever. If you feel that they are draining your energy, you're doing something wrong. You have to start spending time maybe doing activities that you both like, right? So 
So in a nutshell, yes, I think you do have to balance it 50-50. That, that's what I like to do. But you do have to, to work on changing that scope. So the rest of your 80% of the time, it is not aboard, definitely. Okay, that's a, that's a good, good chart, Gonza. To, uh, you know, your work, so the, the self-actualization of uh, part, like ideally you want to get that from your workplace as well. It shouldn't be like you go spend 40 hours a few week, which is a lot of time doing something that you don't like at all. And then you need to do a hobby to kind of get that. And then you socialize. So what you're saying, if I'm, if I'm understanding correctly, is that you should get some, some sort of that hobby self-actualization from your job itself. Um, that is one. And then second, you know, spend time with your friends and family, things that you like. But um, so I actually have a contrarian opinion to both of you. So I personally believe that there's no need to be doing things like swimming or uh, playing video games or for me, like, you know, doing graphic designing as adult. If, if let's say I have three hours to spend on a Friday night and if I have to choose between, you know, graphic designing or playing Pokemon versus going out to meet friends for drinks, um, because like, you know, you, you talk about finance, you want to invest in the asset that gives you the highest yield. And in this sense, uh, the yield is the happiness or the satisfaction you get out of it. So for me, even though I did enjoy playing Pokemon as a kid, spending three hours playing Pokemon versus spending three hours with friends out for drinks and dinner, and especially those friends are close, uh, I would get more happiness out of going out with them. So I would always choose that. And I mean, I don't see it as a, except for the time when someone asks me, what are your hobbies? I don't see any problems in spending all my time free time socializing and going out with friends because that gives me higher yield compared to spending that time uh, you know playing pokemon so that's uh, my contrarian take on it that's sure, actually Anthony. quite interesting anag now that you mention it i have one more pointer if you would i mean for me at least i don't know if the things that i enjoyed as a child is something that i will still enjoy now uh, I did realize that, luckily I did realize that last week when I did go out swimming or surfing, uh, it it was definitely something I did still enjoy. But it's not always the case. There are some, I'm sure there are some cases where you've played video games your entire life as a child, as a child but now if you get back into the same thing, you might not enjoy it as much. So this entire question about choosing between one thing or this wouldn't make sense that you do not feel the same way about it as a child. So yeah, I... I just thought of mentioning that as well. And I think there, there's something else. If you do spend more time socializing you with, with your friends, you will get their points of view and their hobbies and you will get to interact with them. I think it's fundamentally, even if, even if your hobby involves a social, like if you like soccer, there's a lot of people around me like love soccer and play with a group of friends. Socializing and get to know other people will make you know understand their way of life and you can meet uh, productive people, people who will get a better influence on you. So I think what Anak said was pretty important, right? Like just be open and interact with others is basically so you get a more richer life, right? get a better yield out of your time. That's right. I, I love it, Agandha. So you, what you're saying is, if I understand correctly, is to merge the two, merge your hobbies and socializing. So like, for example, um, if I like, if like, let's say Akshata likes swimming, instead of going, doing that herself, she can maybe go swimming with her friends. Or if 
you know we like playing video games maybe instead of us being in our rooms and playing pokemon we can probably get together over beer and battle each other so right. that that is kind of best of both worlds i think that 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 is the solution to our conundrum yeah, that that's the balance you all require in life balance is key <laughs> So so I guess the problem is not uh between this it's the change that we need to do is instead of always meeting people for drinks or dinner we should do things that are interests or hobbies that we enjoy doing as kids <laughs> and that way we can <laughs> true true and also what Gonzalo mentioned that uh you might not not know that you're interested in something unless like you meet a new person and that someone introduces you to something new and then there's a whole new world opened up to you uh that's that's an interesting take that you mentioned as well yeah true true so uh, akshita will take both of us swimming and we will make you play pokemon so we'll both <laughs> <laughs> that will be fun i'm going to i'm going to take you up on this offer anag <laughs> uh... for sure All right, I think it's uh, we can we can start uh, wrapping up. This is going to be the longest episode we've had also because this is a very interesting discussion we're having and we're literally making a breakthrough here which I'm quite excited about. But uh, let's start to wrap up. Uh, let's go around for giving our final thoughts on the topic. Uh Gonzo would you like to no, Akshita would you want to go first with like your final thoughts on the topic? Um yeah, I think my summary if I just had to say it is that uh, as children we tend to enjoy a lot of things um life comes in our way responsibilities um as a as a children we are talking about children here so goes exams you have your competitive exams you have your careers your degrees your education to look forward to and then you have your jobs and your responsibilities and i think that just comes in the way of um what could be could have been if you just wanted to pursue your childhood uh, uh passions or as you said the different things that we do to spend our time there and if you want to talk about how right now would you choose to go back into it or would you choose to do something else i think as anak said it depends on where your happiness lies if it's something that you want to go back to and that's that's it for you spend your time spend your free time spend your me time doing that or as gonzalo also said that you will burn out otherwise you just cannot work 24/7 but if it's if now that childhood passion is has just been a childhood passion and now you uh, prioritize other things over it please go ahead do that as well so i think that's just my short take on this entire con how about you gonzalo what are your final thoughts on the topic yes i i follow akshita on that uh do whatever makes you happy but please don't let that be just escapism right because uh if you truly want to be happy happy you have to you know reach for your goals and that means hard work don't let that escapism or of of whatever you love doing as a child make you go away from those goals and neither from socializing and meeting other people because through meeting other people you're going to test new waters and maybe something else that that you love so those the things are are really important i think to to actually enjoy whatever you like to do all right yeah i, I don't think there's anything else that i would like to add but i'll quickly summarize everything i've discussed today and if i've missed out feel free to add in so we started off by talking about things that we enjoyed doing as kids but we no longer do them as adults uh which for gonzo was a video games short films with his friend uh for akshita that was swimming for me that was again video games uh graphics design and then digging deeper we looked at why we did not consider taking them up as actual career paths 
so that could have been because they weren't a legit career path at the time. So like, for example, swimming in India is, is not a legit career path or video games in the mid 2000s wasn't a legit career path. And then when it comes to more, um, like when it comes to filmmaking for Gonzo or when it comes to graphic design for me, uh, these are more, you know, difficult career paths to take. They're not as well charted out as something in like a white collar job. And there's always the risk. It requires patience. And in general, society does not consider it to be a legit uh, career path. It's always considered to be something that you do for fun. And then you should get serious and, you know, start focusing on what your, everybody else is doing. So, so that was that. And then in terms of things that we did enjoy doing as kids and why do we not take them up as recreation uh, as adults, uh, A, we didn't continue doing them because they sort of fell off. They're the first thing that falls off when, you know, your schedule gets busy. I would imagine the final years of high school and undergrad is extremely busy. So uh, the first things to fall off are these sort of optional hobby type things that you do. And then later on, um, you don't find the time because you're involved with a lot of socializing. So then we discussed whether, you know, if you have like a Friday night to spend, would you rather be swimming or would you rather go out with friends? Um, so there, like we, we agree that we've consciously been making a decision to do that. And uh, I mean, there's nothing harm with in that. You should spend your time doing things that give you the highest yield or the most happiness. And that can be socializing. And like Gonzo said, it opens you up to new experiences and it opens you up to growth. And I mean, one of the ways to kind of balance that out is uh, to, you know, do those activities with friends rather than always going out for drinks. Maybe you can take your friends out to do things that you enjoy doing and they in return can take them out to do hobbies that they enjoy so that both of you grow plus you get to spend time doing what you love uh, and that's all i remember if there's anything else please feel to jump in <laughs> nope i think you covered it all i'd like to add and please do not get swayed by society if society tells you that this is not a legit thing to please re- do your own follow your own path i mean very spiritual i talk like i'm i think i'm talking like a mother or a yogi but uh, <laughs> it's it's true it's true so so many people who actually are very passionate about something uh just do not go forward with it because people tell them this is not legit i i know someone who's into video gaming who wants to go forward as a uh, I think you all have these channels where you'll talk and get paid for it. I'm sorry, I do not yeah, know anything which, about this. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. to go forward, but then pressure from family just said, no, no, no. They took his PS4 away. They took his different consoles away. It's so all of that. So just putting it out there, follow your passion, try to balance your uh, ways of life. Okay, that's all. Yes, and, 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 and just follow whatever you like. Even if someone criticizes you, people have really short attention spans. If someone criticizes you, probably in the next hour, he or she forget about it, right? So just worry. Like. Very, very true. All right. So let's uh, shift gears a bit and get to uh, a slightly more lighter topic, which is the funny or insightful incident of the week. And uh, would either of you want to get started with it? Uh, we can start with me. Uh, Please, go ahead. I have, yes, I have a, a small dog, right? And I live with my wife. And in the apartment near to us, lives uh, her which is my sister-in-law so for a while she liked she wanted to have a dog for herself so we find the chance to go to a little out of the city to a dog shelter to get her one she, she was already going through just like the mba application you have an application to adopt uh, a dog right that's my first time to go to one of these shelters 
actually I was incredibly amazed at the amount of dogs they can have there. I went and the moment I went inside, I was greeted by like an army of, I'm not lying, like 50 dogs just going out with me. So it was a really, I would say cool experience, but no, it was not at all because we actually had some idea that there were going to be a lot of dogs. So we, we also bring out some toys, uh, some food for them, and we got the opportunity to go home with one of them. So it was happy ending. Oh, that oh that's exciting. so what? cute. Yeah, <laughs> you should, <laughs> that's you should quite sweet. Pictures of your dog, Gonzo. What, what, have you named him or her yet? Well, it's my sister-in-law's dog, but uh, I think that the translation for this is like a Curly. Yeah, the name is Curly. Oh. Like, <laughs> Sounds very cute. Um, do share uh, pictures of Curly. H- how about you, actually? Sure. Do you have? Um, while I am wrecking my brain to think of something that happened, Anna, would you like to go? All right, <laughs> I'll go. So, uh, so this week was the soft launch of the landing website for my startup that I've been working on, and uh, and I reached out to a lot of people to get their uh, review or critique on it, and there were a few handful of topics for which. I got like a 50-50 split. Half of the people said that they loved it. And in fact, that was the highlight of their entire experience of the website. And the other half hated it. And they said like, that has to go. Otherwise, it'll spook people away and people won't like it. Which made me realize that getting advice from other people is extremely useless because... Oh my God, wait. So what was this part? Why did I miss it? <laughs> I'll tell you the specifics uh, later offline. Actually, but oh, right, basically... Basically, my point is like, uh, I think Gonzo mentioned it just before our summary, was that when you do something and you, you know, get advice, get reviews from people, uh, or let's say you want to find a job in a particular field and you apply to, let's say, five or 10 jobs and you get rejected by all of them, uh, one person or even a handful of people is not the entire world. And them saying that they don't like something or they reject you does not mean that you know, you are in an absolute sense wrong. Like, for example, in my startups example, the the way, the the direction that I'm going with it, if let's say out of the 120 people that I reached out to, the first 60 people that I reached out to would have said that they hate it. I would have just assumed that this is a uh, sucky thing to do and I would have left it. Uh, But thankfully, there were these other 60 people who really loved it. So my insight is basically that, uh, you know, you should not get bogged down by a little bit of criticism or rejection and keep moving forward. That's that's cool. Uh, I uh, an, Another story from my recent vacation to Mangalore. I'm sorry, guys, if you're bored of my stories, but I think what Anal just mentioned, um, I met this girl. She She's been a surfer in this very small town, always lived in this very small town, never gotten out of it. Um, she's been surfing ever since she was a child, and I think when she was around 16, 17 years old, um, her parents found out that she was surfing. Her parents did not know that she was surfing because it's not a very conventional thing to do in India, especially for a girl. And when her parents did find out, uh, she was told that uh, nobody will marry you because you are tanned, your skin's tanned. And, um, you know, if you have dark skin, you will not get a suitable boy so you need to sit at home and you need to study and you need to get a degree for it to happen and she when she went forward and told them very told them very clearly that this is something I'm passionate about and I want to go forward to and very luckily for her the same year she received 
a call from I'm I, I'm I'm sorry I do not remember the name but India has never been represented in stand-up paddling anywhere in the world but she was invited to be the first Indian stand-up paddler uh, participant in one of the uh, world championships that happened I think in Fiji Islands uh, somewhere uh, I'm sorry I do not remember and she had to crowd surf and she had to get funds because she is she's someone who has never been outside that 15 kilometer 20 kilometer radius of a town and she had to travel miles and miles across seas to actually go there and she told she was telling her story about how there was so much criticism around people were just like why are you doing this you're not going to get anywhere and you've just lived here and her parents also were not very supportive of how it went but luckily she did get through and she was i think top six in the whole world for the first time india was ever represented so that was a pretty cool story and now she's a co-founder of an entire soft school in uh, in her city in her town so that was a very interesting thing and that that comes like what anago was mentioning there is criticism everywhere and i think what Gonzalo was mentioning as well oh it does not mean the end of the world these are not these are just handful of people and people just forget after a while so keep doing you girls so yeah that's basically my story and i think what both of you guys have in common with your examples is that people actually execute on their idea right they just go for it and don't stop don't ponder too much on that right Gonzo. True. all right True. um I think that wrap, wraps up our fantastic, fantastic episode for today. Uh, thank you so much, Gonzalo, for joining us. Uh, it has been an immense pleasure to have you and the discussion we've had and the breakthrough we've had. I'm, I'm quite, because this is going to have a material impact on how I lead my life moving forward because I've, I had literally just given up on these sort of hobbies of mine, but now I'm going to find ways to make them social and still pursue them. So thank you for that. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. And I'm definitely, look, definitely looking forward for the next episodes to listen to them on Spotify and all the other channels. <laughs> Likewise. Thank you so much, Gonzalo. Really, I think it has been such an interesting conversation, such an insightful conversation, I'd say, because this is something that I think all three of us resonate with. Everyone does resonate with. And, you know, talking about this, as Anak said, will actually have an impact on how you try to utilize your time going forward at least for me so yeah i'm taking both of you up for the offer of i will teach you swimming and you need to teach me how to play the video games okay i'm not gonna forget that <laughs> me too i'm getting your insights also yay done done akshita that's the deal all right thank you so much uh, gonzo thank you once again akshita and thank you to everyone who listens i think we are now at 5.23 listeners <laughs> um, <laughs> wow yeah, we um so if you're new here we release new episodes uh, saturdays 9 a.m est 7 30 p.m in standard time and we hope to catch you in the next one thank you thanks guys so gonzo okay. how <laughs> um <laughs> Off the record, how, how, how was your uh, experience being on the podcast on the Y? Pretty cool. Pretty <laughs> cool, pretty cool. I, I definitely like your, your idea, your tune on it. Yes, I, I, mean, I mean, once I read I read uh, both of you guys' script, I was thinking, yeah, that's basically how most of the podcasts work, right? So I, I find it pretty cool. Uh, both of you guys are really warm and really welcoming. And it, it actually feels really natural. I, I thought that you guys already had some experience into doing this. It's pretty cool. 
yeah yeah hi yeah uh, this is a absolute first for me but it's been i think 6 weeks since we've been doing this so thank you anna for you know actually make me comfortable and i think gonzalo you were so natural i think it was so interesting to listen to your stories and your um, experiences and what you learned from it because it got me also thinking about uh, everything that i was talking about so yeah that was damn cool thank you for that thank you simply <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that you listen to some podcasts. What are some of the podcasts that are your favorite ones? Oh, uh, for my news, I get the the BBC one, the Economy, the Bloomberg one. So I just listen to them like every every two week, two days maybe, like a lot of times in a week. And for my podcast, uh, even though I'm a, a little skeptical from the self improvement books and, and gurus, I do <laughs> like uh, Gary Vee, for instance. I listen to him. Huh. all the time pretty cool a really practical approach so yeah that that's for him and maybe i don't remember the other ones maybe i'll i will catch with you guys and share with us yeah. sure 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 uh, but yeah it's it's exciting I, i've uh, i have some experience with podcasts i don't listen to any that regularly uh, but um, they are a very interesting medium like as opposed to uh, youtube or instagram or uh, twitter or basically any other platform where you engage with someone uh, for short amounts of time or relatively longer amounts of time but you have to kind of be dedicated and uh, do that whereas with podcast like you said you can you listen to that person's voice for so long but while doing other things as well so the opportunity to get your content consumed uh, is different and probably a little bit more than if you choose any other platform so that is what i like about podcast although it it is a very uh, less utilized med- platform like the amount of population of the world that probably listens to podcasts is much less than see youtube videos or instagram or even tiktok i didn't know that yeah. <laughs> i bet it's growing right i bet it's growing yeah it is it <laughs> is <laughs> Uh, it is i think i'd seen a, i think uh, anand you had shared a meme with me where uh, <laughs> the number of people listening to podcasts is lesser than the number of people making podcasts <laughs> which is very true in my case i i have never listened to a podcast in my life before but now now ever since we have started this i go ahead and then look for good ones yeah i'm going to i'm going to take your recommendations on that once and yeah. before i forget before i forget we need to see those very cute cheesy um home videos uh, short films that you mentioned that you had made uh, <laughs> we have to see <laughs> let's have a drink with all with all of you guys and then i will share cheesy <laughs> <laughs> i will but i will <laughs> all right guys so we we are going to uh, hold you to that uh, we look forward to watching those yes oh, definitely yeah. i will, I will. <laughs> All right. Uh thank you guys. I catch you guys in the next 